How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic or lethargic and weak? Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now, here is Dr. Marianne. Hello, this is Dr. Marianne Chase, and welcome to the show. I am so glad that you can join me today. Today, we're talking about love. And love, we, we hear that word all the time. What exactly is this all about? Well, folks, but before I get into that, I'd like to say that you can catch me on my website, find out more about me, which is thehealingwhisper.com. You can also join me on my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper, LinkedIn and YouTube and Twitter. It's all Marianne Chase or Dr. Marianne Chase. And I do some occasional meerkats dreams about some of the things that I love doing relative to health and wellness. So before we get into love, one more little detail that uh, I like to do is this disclaimer that the show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase. Please always check with the licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. Well, now that that is out of the way, love, we hear that word all the time, and there are more songs written about love than just about any other song. We even have a day, I I think it may be even international, just to celebrate love. Valentine's Day. So what is so important about love? Well, especially when it comes to your health, love is what it is all about. And the Beatles were right when they said in their song, all you need is love. And every time I say that, I, I think of the, the actual Beatles song, all you need is love. <laughs> and, and that's, again, just another song about love. So why do you need love? Well, it's the virtue. Love is a virtue. And it is a virtue from which all other virtues flow. So now, what are those other virtues? They are joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, trust, humility, and self-control. And I really cannot 
forget this one last virtue, which is actually the most important virtue, and that is the virtue of forgiveness. And when we're, we're talking about health and wellness, you'll get nowhere unless you have love. And love will lead to all of those other virtues. Now, what is love? When, it, when we look at the definition of love, it, it is two things. It's either a noun or a verb. And as a noun, love is defined as an intense feeling of deep affection. And as a verb, it is the action of loving, action of giving that feeling of deep affection. Oftentimes, when we, at least as English-speaking individuals, think of the word love it covers so many areas. We can say, oh, I love that movie, or I love that other person. But it's really a totally different meaning when we say it that way. And that can be one of the most difficult things about the English language is that one word can mean so many different things. So for, for today's purposes, let's talk about the action, the verb of love. Now, let's go back to some of the other languages. And one of the most common languages, or I shouldn't say common languages, but you know, a lot of our English words are derived from either Latin or Greek. And in Greek, there are four different words for love. There is the love of philia, and that means friendship. That's kind of a kind of a brotherly love. And then there is the parental love. And if you're a parent or a child, you know what parental love is all about. And then there is eros, which is short for erotic love. And that is the kind of love that we talk about when it's talking about sexual love. And then there is the agape love. And that is the love between ourselves, man, human, and God, and that brotherly love that we experience with people that are of the same spiritual beliefs or, or following as we tend to be. Now, take all of these definitions, squeeze them down into one word, and that's what we English-speaking 
people call love. Now, let's go back to that agape word. And for the purposes of healing and health and all things in life, that is the kind of love we are talking about today. How do you have that kind of love? How do you develop that kind of love? And when you do have that kind of love, how is it healing? Not to ignore the other types of love, because parental love is extraordinarily important. If our children or if you as a child don't feel loved, that really messes up a lot of things. And not to put down or deny the the importance of erotic or sexual love, because it is extraordinarily helpful in healing. But there are other individuals that are a lot more qualified than I am to talk about that sort of healing and how that is expressed. And the love of friendship, the brotherly love, the love between ourselves and God or spirit or creator is, in my opinion, the most important love. Maybe to get a little better understanding of what is love, we'll talk about it as the opposite. Sometimes when we, when we can't understand something, knowing what the opposite is can really be helpful. What is the opposite of love? It is fear. And when we live our lives in fear, then we are not living in love. And you may think, well, you know, you mentioned all these virtues earlier, the, the, the joy, the peace, the patience, the kindness, the goodness, the trust, humility and self-control, as well as forgiveness. How is living the opposite of those things not love? Well, let's just start one at a time here. When you're joy, and that's a lot easier to understand. What is joy? What is happiness? Can you experience joy and happiness if you're in fear? I'd say probably not. And what about peace? If something is causing you fear, can you experience peace? Probably not. How is it that patience is the opposite of love? I mean, patience is the opposite of fear. Well, let's just see. What does it take 
to have patience. Let's just, a common example is you're stuck in traffic and you have a choice. You can be angry and honk the horn and try to force traffic to move quicker or you can just be patient. Now, what causes that anger? It's not being able to control the situation. It's not having the ability to change things that you want them to be. And the fear may be that you're not going to get to someplace soon enough, or the fear that you can't control those other people and those other cars. <laughs> it's a little bit of a stretch to think of it that way, but not really. Anger is just another expression of fear. And what about kindness? Kindness has to do with not only yourself being kind to other people, but other people being kind to you. How is that fear? Well, you might be afraid of what somebody will do to you, be unkind to you, or be afraid that if you are kind to that person, they'll take advantage of you. Well, folks, it's come time for our first break. So when we come back, I'm going to continue on this little journey into what exactly is love. Please don't go away. Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Running is one of the fastest growing sports, with everyday people stepping it up and training for that next big race goal. The In-Flight Running Show with Coach Michael Merlino is your guide to running. Whether you're just getting started or training for the Boston Marathon, by paying attention to and following the tips offered by Michael and his guests, you'll be able to take your running to new heights and reach your next finish line with confidence. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and today we are talking about love. A simple concept and yet a very complex concept. Before the break, we were talking about how love is the virtue that creates all the other virtues. And to really begin to understand what is love, I I thought that maybe we could talk about what is the opposite of love, which is fear. And of the virtues that uh, we spoke about just before the break, joy, peace, patience, and kindness, how fear is the opposite of those virtues. So let's talk about another virtue, goodness. And goodness is about not being good enough. And um, at least for me, this is fairly easy to see how this is fear, the opposite of goodness. Are you good enough? Are you afraid of being not good enough? And let me let you know right now, once you begin to live in love, you will find out that, yes, you are good, and you are good enough. You don't have to dress like, act like, look like anybody else. Because you, I, everybody in this world is unique. And there is absolutely no way on this God's good earth that I can look like, act like, be like, talk like anybody else. I can emulate them. I can admire them. But I don't have to fear not being exactly like them. And As a unique individual, you 
are good enough for in and of your own right. Just let me leave it at that. Don't be afraid of not being like someone else. Now, trust. That's a biggie. If we fear to trust other individuals, if we fear to trust ourselves, or to trust God, we certainly are not living in love. And love is all about trusting. If any of you have ever fallen in love, you have fallen in love with another individual because you trust them with your heart. And then something might happen and you fall out of love. <laughs> and that that's kind of a oh an interesting expression to fall out of love and we can understand how that could work because fear gets back in to the situation so you might be able to see where love is the virtue of all virtues here, especially in trust when it comes to relationships. And some of you may slap your forehead and say, duh, well, of course love has to do with relationships. But did you know it has to do with relationships even with the people that you don't necessarily like? You don't have to like somebody to Love them. <laughs> and I'll get into that a little bit more a little later. But let's continue on with these virtues. And what is the virtue of humility? It is not what you might think it is as a Melba milk toast type attitude or, you know, a Johnny walk all over me type of demeanor. What humility is, well, let's say what humility is not. Humility is not what's in it for me. When we act in life and go throughout life about what's in it for me attitude, then we are not humble. And it's a difficult thing, at least in the Western culture, not to act out of that particular thought. What's in it for me? Just, just think about it. When you take a job, you're in the what's in it for me attitude. Of course you are. You need income, but there is a certain selfishness in that particular mode of operation. Yes, 
You take a job for the income. But do you take the job because you want to live in love? Do everything in that job in love? Maybe not. Just think about what if you took that job, not only for the income, but for the love of doing the job. Now, it may not be in your area of expertise. It may not be some job that you wanted. It may have been a job that you had to take because you had to have the income. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. But look at that job rather than an income source. Look at that job as an expression of love, that action of love. Put everything that you do into that job in love, and you will be operating in humility. Now, what about self-control, the virtue of self-control? Self-control is simple to think about if you have no self-control or very little self-control, you will be indulging in maybe a harmful habit or what might not be harmful but can become harmful. There is nothing wrong with indulging now and then on something that brings pleasure. But to overdo it is acting in fear because you're overdoing something, whether it's eating or acting in a particular way, because there is fear of that something going away or not being available. Now, the final virtue is forgiveness. And when we do not forgive, we are acting in fear. And fear of letting that person off the hook, fear that forgiving them will let them not say, I'm sorry for whatever they did. And that's not what forgiveness is about. And and let me reference you to some previous shows that I have done uh, about forgiveness. Just go to thevoiceamerica.com and look up, search The Healing Whisper, and all of the shows that I have done on forgiveness, uh, you, you can search them out. Because forgiveness is that important. I can talk. Forgiveness is that important. When you forgive another person, you are not letting them off the hook. You are letting yourself off the hook. 
do it for yourself. Do it for love so that you can begin to experience love. Yes, that other person that you are forgiving may not deserve to be loved. But in that quote-unquote deserve, it is not about us. That's going back into that what's in it for me thinking that if I give that other person forgiveness, if I give them the love of forgiveness, they don't deserve that. And let me say right now, every person deserves love. Their actions do not deserve the love, but the person deserves the love. We're not forgiving the actions, we are forgiving the person. So it's time for the break again. My, how time flies. So when we come back from the break, we'll talk about our programming and why we are stuck in these fear modes. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. 
welcome back back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and we are talking about love. Before the break, and this last break and the previous break, I was talking about the virtues of love and how the opposite of love, fear, affects those virtues. What I did not talk about is how each of these virtues affect us physically. So let's talk about the last one. Actually, forgiveness affects us all over our entire body. Forgiveness is one of those, shall we say, linchpin virtues that if there is unforgiveness, whatever the weakest part of your body health-wise, that's going to be the broken part if you're carrying a lot of unforgiveness. And don't get me wrong, we all carry unforgiveness. It's just a matter of finding those areas and releasing by forgiving. Now, the area of self-control, that is all about our muscles and our skeletal system. The area of humility, our circulatory system. That means our heart that beating heart, not the not the I love you heart, but the beating heart is has to do with humility. Trust is our reproductive and urinary system. Goodness is our respiratory system. Kindness has to do with, with the central nervous system. Patience is the immune system. Peace is our GI or our gut. And, uh, you know, if you don't have a lot of peace, you probably have a lot of digestive issues going on. And joy has to do with our skin. Skin issues relating back to joy. And love, the next linchpin virtue, has to do with our endocrine or our hormonal control system. And, you know, if our hormones are out of control, everything else is out of control. That's why love is a linchpin virtue. And uh, what a linchpin is, you know, I didn't even used to know what a linchpin was. It's the pin when you pull it out of something, a, a, a little metal piece, when you pull it out of something, everything falls apart or comes together. In any case, if if somebody has a better definition of what a linchpin is, please let me know. <laughs> it, it's kind of one of those words that you just know what it is, but you just don't necessarily understand where it comes from. Okay, so now why have we been living in fear in all of these areas? And it has to do with our programming. And yes, we are a biocomputer. We are a better biocomputer than the actual computers that are out there. And as a computer we have programming and where did that programming come from well it came from our early memories of life 
And where did those memories come from? It came from the things that people told us. It came from the people, things that people said that we saw. It came from things that we saw on movies or television that we took into our own memories as belonging to us. It came from our ancestors, our grandparents, our great-grandparents. How is that? Well, guess what? Our memories are held in every single cell of our body as energy. And that energy, which is a memory in every single cell of our body, is passed on to us just like DNA has been passed down to us over the generation upon generation of memories. So we carry all these memories, and most of us don't remember our ancestral memories. And that's probably a good thing. But we might remember some of our memories as a young child or not. And what these memories are, are either negative or positive memories. And it may have been nothing in our experience that would be considered traumatic but then we created a negative with that memory. And one of the best examples that I have ever seen used for a what we might consider a non-traumatic experience is what is called a popsicle memory. And it goes like this. A young girl, four or five years old, was told by her mother that she needed to eat all her lunch. And if she ate all of her lunch, she and her sister would be given a popsicle. Well, for whatever reason, the little girl did not eat all of her lunch, but her sister did. So guess what? Sister gets the popsicle. But the little girl who did not eat all of her lunch did not get a popsicle. Well, you and I as adults, we consider that, well, yeah, certainly, you know, she was told this is logic. But something about that little four-year-old's logic centers are not fully developed. Sometimes they aren't even fully developed until... That person reaches six, sometimes even 12 years old. In any case, this little girl developed the belief from this memory of the popsicle that she was not good enough. She was not worthy. So her issue was goodness. She never believed that she was good enough. She always had a relationship problem with her mother in that area of goodness. She developed 
respiratory disorders because of this belief of not being good enough to get a popsicle. Well, that was not traumatic. That was not like a person that has developed PTSD as a result of war or warlike situations. But she did have PTSD because her trauma, her little four-year-old trauma, was not getting the popsicle. So this was programmed into that little girl at four years old. And when she received that programming and developed this belief of not being good enough, she lived the rest of her life, well, I shouldn't say the rest of her life, the majority of her life, until as an adult... She discovered this and was able to change that memory. Now, going back to the fact that we all have memories. Yes, we all have memories. There is not a single human being on this planet that does not have a memory. Even that infant that was just born two seconds ago. Yes, that infant will have memories of the experiences in the uterus. That's why during pregnancy, actual emotional trauma that the mother is experiencing is delivered onto that baby, even before that baby is delivered. And those memories are already there from those generations, the memories that are in the cell of that DNA. So we all have got the memories. We all have negative beliefs in those memories. And so what our job is to do is to release these negative beliefs surrounding the memory and learn to live in love as compared to living in fear. By releasing that negative memory, we can release the fear. It can take some time, or it can be done rather quickly. And how do you do it? That is the question of the century. There are several ways to release those negative memories. And all of those ways have to do with energy, moving the energy through the body and releasing the negative energy of that memory. I will get into that in some detail after the break. So folks, don't go away.
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. We are talking about love. Before the break, I was speaking about how our memories cause us to sometimes develop negative beliefs about ourselves and other people as well as cause us to act in fear and we need to change those negative beliefs so let's let's just say that how can you find out what your negative beliefs are about yourself and it can be a very very difficult thing and if you don't know and the little girl with the popsicle memory didn't know until she was beginning to work with other individuals how she discovered that and sometimes that's what it comes down to is you do need to work with other individuals and I want to put a plug in for energy medicine workers that really understand how to move the energy of the body. So this is how we can change those negative beliefs. It is through energy modalities. So what does that look like? Energy medicine, it is like acupuncture. That moves energy. And guess what? Taking an x-ray is energy. It moves it. But it's not going to move your memory, negative memory, to a positive. There is EFT. There is tapping, which EFT and tapping are really pretty much one of the same thing. There is rapid eye technology. There is, uh, let's see, chakra healing. And there is 
the moving of energy with Tai Chi. There is meditation. And here is one of the first areas where a person can learn to live in love is by taking the time and praying and meditating on living in love. And then there are other energy modalities. My favorite is the healing codes. And there, there are uh, the Sonoma techniques. There, there are just many, many of them. But like I said, my favorite is the healing codes. Because the healing codes go through systematically all of these virtues and by using energy, will heal those various areas to get a person to learn to live in love. Now, when I say living and walking in love, what does that look like? Well, it looks like taking the next 30 minutes to do everything you do in love. That is all that a person can do. And while you're living in fear, even 30 minutes may be a difficult thing. So what I want to give you here is a real quick healing code to live in love. And this is the Universal Healing Code. You can find out about the Universal Healing Code uh, from the book by Dr. Alex Lloyd, L-O-Y-D. You can also go to the Healing Code website and find out more. But it's positioning your hands a few inches away from four different healing points, the bridge of the nose, the temples, the angle of the jaw, and the Adam's apple two to three inches away, and you meditate upon these different virtues while holding the hand positions, 30 seconds in about each position for a total of maybe seven minutes, maybe eight minutes, whatever feels right. And meditate on asking to be more joyful, more Kindness, more goodness, trust, humility, self-control, peace, and patience. And finally, more love. That's how you do the healing codes. It's a very simple and quick way of explaining it. And it, it, it is just that simple. And the healing codes is kind of one of those things that... You can only do it wrong if you don't do it. There, there are ways to make it better. But the whole point is to release those negative memories. The memory itself will not go away, but it will not have the negative impact on your life. So let me say in Closing, what does an example of living in love 
look like. Again, another common example, let's just say you're at the airport getting ready to get on an airplane and they cancel the flight. You have a choice. You have a choice to love or a choice to get angry. Angry is acting in fear. Don't know why the fear is there, you know, but it is there. We've all seen it, the individual that is yelling and screaming at the gate agent about that airplane being flight being canceled. There is absolutely nothing that that other individual can do about the cancellation of the flight. The way to act in love is to say simply, I'm sorry, the flight was canceled. What can we do about this? That's all it is. And if you feel yourself getting angry, if you feel yourself getting upset, if you feel that little anger, fear bubble going on in your stomach, then maybe you're not acting in love. And that's where you take those couple of minutes to close your eyes, sigh, and request how to act in this love, in this situation in love. Simple, very difficult at the same time. Well, folks, it is coming real close to the end of the show. I'd like to say that please check me out on my website. That is thehealingwhisper.com. You can connect with me on Facebook. You know, like the page. It's The Healing Whisper on Facebook. LinkedIn, you can find me, Dr. Marianne Chase. YouTube, Marianne Chase. I have on YouTube a video on how to do the hand positions for the healing codes. You can also email me at thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com for a uh, PDF on how to do the healing codes to release stress. And on Twitter, at Marianne Chase. And thousands of years ago, there was a very wise man. His name was King Solomon, who said a Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. So until next week, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week.